Hey guys, just a basic PSA before we begin the episode. This episode will be split into two parts and this will be part one and part two will be released at a future date, preferably in the next couple of days. So keep on listening and find out at the end of this episode when the second part will be released. Boom. We are live, folks. We are back again with a very different kind of an episode for all of you. But before that, I want to give a shout out to three people, namely Sanjiti Kapoor, Vineet Prabhakar, and Gopika Gopakumar. Thank you so much for your feedback. Thank you so much for getting back to us and sharing your insights. And it really allowed us to make some adjustments and. Uh, we are really appreciative that you took the time to listen to our episodes so thank you so much so continuing from our trivia quiz basically the ineffable quiz we are hosting today the winner of that quiz who is my cousin dhruv ayer dhruv say hi what's up man what's up guys welcome hey, welcome uh, so we are glad to have you with us so yeah let's get into it man like anshik what are we discussing today so the imdb rating system is a big point of contention for a lot of casual movie goers or movie buffs as people like to call themselves these days a lot of them swear by it a lot of them have differing opinions on it personally for me especially i think that system has its own set of pros and cons long story short i think everyone shouldn't blindly follow the ratings on imdb but yeah. what do you guys um, think about it so to an extent that can be held as true because nowadays imdb has become so mainstream i mean it has always been mainstream um but nowadays it's become so mainstream that people kind of use that as the benchmark to either watch a movie or not irrespective of how the actual movie is uh, how the story is how the different aspects of the movie are so it's just that one single rating that you see on their website which basically determines who watches a particular movie today nowadays and if you ask me imdb they kind of do a good job by taking into the critics reviews as well as the user reviews and kind of uh, you know put them up together and then decide the rating but i feel like other such rating agencies you can say in a way systems do a better job yeah rating systems do a better job such as rotten tomatoes and all that but that is a different debate so dhruv what do you think man okay so slightly unpopular opinion but i really consider the imdb opinion valuable so okay um, fair enough okay especially in in the case of tv shows like i think i think imdb has its spot on in case of tv shows mm-hmm. in movies on the other hand um okay. Okay so yeah i mean obviously there are some good movies that could be rated higher there are some movies that are overly rated but i think for hollywood imdb does a fairly decent job but for movies like uh, like since you said that imdb has fan based reviews and critic based reviews so in industries like bollywood right where everyone is super fickle minded like if there's a scandal or something people are going to absolutely shit storm the movie yeah so I don't think it's very accurate to judge Bollywood movies based on IMDb rating. 
Yeah, and that's fair enough. Because of that, we are here to list out and understand two movies per person, two movies which are underrated and two movies which are overrated. So that's four per person. And uh, without wasting any further time, let's actually get into it. So Dhruv, two yep. underrated movies according to you that should have a better IMDb score. what are they and okay. why okay okay so one um and i think i hope you guys will agree with this is lighthouse have you guys oh. seen it yes yeah, definitely yeah Dinosaur. i watched it um, and like i i lost my i lost my shit it was amazing i absolutely loved it like patinson and therefore they killed it they absolutely killed it yeah man i mean the acting was just brilliant just the whole setting of that movie and the whole uh, production design and i mean just that somber attitude that it created throughout the movie and what what rating do you think it has on imdb right now yeah uh, i checked it out and it has a 7.5 are you serious yeah okay. Okay. So, okay yeah so like my way of governing what a good movie is is like either through word of mouth or uh, and in case of imdb ratings if it's above 8 it's a damn good movie and if it's above 7.5 yeah. and below 8 it's a, it's a movie that has like conflicted opinions like i'm sure i might like it because others have said it's good like i don't know it's it's like an in between place but the above 7.5 is usually a good rating but i feel i felt like lighthouse deserved at least an 8.1 8.2ish because like i think they really did justice to the entire storyline that they were carrying out you know Yeah, and it even had the whole ambiguity thing going for it. Like you can make your own assumptions on the ending and stuff, and yeah, th- that those are my favorite kind of movies, to be honest. All right, so Lighthouse is one. What's number two? Okay, now this is, I think this is going to stir up a debate, but since I'm a okay. huge fan of Zack Snyder, and I love almost all his works, I'm going to say Batman vs Superman. Hmm. Okay, so wait, um, which one are we talking about? Are we talking okay, about the uh, ultimate edition probably, or yeah, the, which one are the theatrical one? Okay, so I don't exactly like I've seen both of them quite a time, quite some time ago. So I'm not sure what's the difference. Like I can't recollect the differences. So I'll just go the theatrical one, yeah. like the and version that everyone should have seen. Got it. And what's the justification behind that? Okay, so I frankly loved like almost every aspect of the movie. Like first when I saw it as as a 10th grader I was like damn this is one cool superhero movie bro doomsday game action sequences blah 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 but then like yeah. when I slowly when my taste in movies slowly matured I watched it again and I somehow liked it even more uh, I did, I don't think mm-hmm. I paid much attention to the script the first time and like the entire lighting and the music and the whole set background yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. but like when mm-hmm. I watched it the second time and third time like I keep catching things that I didn't catch the the original time so So what so like few things that I'd, I'd like to compliment Zack Snyder on which he kind of nails throughout all his movies is like the he has a kind of eerie slash dark tone uh, yeah. like a light tone that's in, there like, yeah and i i love that especially which like, i believe yeah i'm just interjecting you there which i believe all dc movies should have because the whole dc universe is way darker as compared to the marvel universe yeah but go ahead man Yeah, and the use of music in BVS. Oh my god, I I can't I can't. It has a good soundtrack. I could go mm, on for. Yeah, yeah, that, it was that was an insane score, and okay, many people 
did not like the overly philosophical Lex Luthor and like how he's like being extra and like or how Jesse Eisenberg just ruined the character. But I think it was a good take on the character and especially the the philosophical aspects of his dialogues. I think I think those provided a sick what do you call it a sick addition to the movie. Mm. And yeah, that makes sense. And of course, the camera work. He has this technique where, uh, which he which he is used in Man of Steel as well. It, it's like he zooms in and zooms out, like whenever this flying thing going on, and you know, I can't I can't explain it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've actually noticed that. I get what you're saying because it's it just gives you sort of a live feeling. Like say Superman is flying, and then or say a building is crashing, you just zoom in and then you you pan back out. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that's I, what I, you were trying. I love that thing he does with this camera, and um, okay, and I love what the movie did with the entire DC EU storyline, like the way it was going to progress. Like we all went into the theaters expecting a whole Batman or Superman fight throughout the movie, but it was like, but only once we watched it, we realized that it was a prelude to the Justice League. Like they're building up mm. to yeah. future of. It wasn't a standalone movie, so yeah, I love yeah, that. That's and the everything. So that's why I think, yep. like for a superhero movie, it would deserve at least um, a seven point five plus. Like okay, maybe just a seven point five. What's it right now? Six point four. It's yeah, it's, it's in the it? sixes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, because the so, mainstream audience didn't like it, so it, that's how the IMDb system is governed by. So yeah. That's six point seven, six point four rating. It's sort of what makes sense to me. But Suman, coming back to you. Um, okay. Two okay. underrated movies. Lay them out so, for me. So two underrated movies in the sense. Okay. So the first underrated movie which I'd like to discuss is this movie named Predestination. Have you guys watched it? Yeah, brilliant movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Predestination right now on IMDb it has a seven point five rating. which i'm guessing is still underrated in a sense the way the movie was taken with the whole storyline and all that this movie basically yeah like you watched it um but for those who haven't watched it i would recommend it highly recommend it because this movie basically it twists your mind in a very cliched way of speaking um it twists your mind it's basically uh, dealing with all tra- time traveling crime terrorism and all that just the way the movie is shot how the story links up i'm not giving away much and in the end man like how all the pieces finally co- come together and then forms the whole puzzle which we still don't understand because there are a lot of con- concepts and a lot of you know timelines involved so yeah that movie is for me it was hard to comprehend the first time i watched it but the second time i pretty much got it but i feel like you guys should watch it because predestination is one movie which has to be higher up on the imdb rating scale so 7.5 i feel in my opinion is a little low at least say an 8.5 would do a decent job for that movie i i mean i know imdb rating goes as high as how much like 9.4 what is the highest highest the shawshank yeah. yeah yeah so that is 9.4 right yeah so 9.4 to 8.5 i don't think it's that much of a difference plus yeah people like ethan hawk and all those guys did a brilliant job so yeah uh, for me my number one movie which is right now underrated is predestination 
so uh, moving on to number 2 mm-hmm. which in my opinion i don't know it might start a debate you guys might think it's rightly rated but i feel it's completely a biased opinion so i feel my number 2 movie is the prestige directed by christopher nolan according to me that was my best first time watch which i have ever watched till date yeah that movie was com- just mind blowing man because the whole experience which christopher nolan created with his top a level a list actors the usual guys which he uses michael kane was brilliant everyone were brilliant man like no no discounting anyone because that movie was just so well shot and not to forget david bowie as nikola tesla he did a brilliant job as well so not to forget anyone's roles or opinions on it but that movie should okay so right now i'm guessing it's like an 8.5 i think 8.6 yeah it's 8.5 on imdb i'm guessing it should be at least a 9 man because prestige is a yeah i've repeatedly said this it's a brilliant movie so yeah and the final scene man like where everything unfolds like the whole story leads up to that and explodes that's the final act it's the prestige so you guys should watch prestige if you haven't in my opinion it's one of top 3 christopher nolan movies in my list it's his first or maybe second that's debatable it's for a different day so yeah those are my two underrated movies anchek what about you man what have you got for us well for me i'll actually build up from the previous episode where we spoke about okay. presidents and uh, aditya deshpande shout out shout out he touched upon how george clooney would make a good president based off of this movie that he had watched and this movie is called ides of march now this movie has a 7.1 rating on imdb just checked um, just bull but it has an 84% rate on rotten tomatoes so that shows you the discrepancy there it's got a good yeah. star cast i told this before as well so i won't go into it because i will force you to go and watch listen to the episode but the whole point of that movie is that it's well thought of it's well scripted the twists are precise because it's it's seen through the lens of Brian Gosling so it makes you empathize with him and then in the end with whatever happens i'm not giving anything away you sort of agree with him that okay whatever happened makes sense it's justified so it is one of those movies and i don't know why it has a 7.1 rating on imdb but i feel that it should be higher up sec coming to the second movie i think so i'm pretty sure a lot of you would have watched this movie it's called 21 Have you watched it? Yeah, Kevin Spacey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. Kate Bosworth, and uh, these yeah. guys are brilliant MIT students. And uh, it has a very low rating across every domain that you can think of. So it's a six point eight on IMDb. It's forty eight percent on Metacritic, and it's thirty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's shoop a big down from Ides of March. but for me this movie particularly really stood off as because a lot of filmmakers don't handle a subject like this very well they obviously this this film was also cliched in its sense but it had a good amount of twists and turns the acting was spot on it wasn't very exaggerated as well uh the inclusion of lawrence fishburne was 
perfect because it's 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 going back to Ted 2 where where he says that every black guy that you see in the film is basically Samuel Jackson but then this was Lawrence Fishburne and he had a good side to it so that was a good shade i feel a good element mm. that they put in the film so 21 to me stands out i think it should at least be a 7.5 if not uh, i mean definitely not it's, it's a 6.8 now Yeah, it's a six point eight. It should be seven point five. Okay, that's what I feel. Okay. I feel it should be seven point five. Way worse movies are eight, eight point two. So I mean, come on. But anyways, so that's my underrated. Those are all the ra- films that I feel are underrated. Now let's move on to overrated films. We got two overrated films per person. That's the end of part one. Part two is going to be released on Sunday. So stay tuned guys and watch out our page on Instagram for more updates.